Every year during Hajj, about 2 million people pilgrim to Mecca, effectively doubling the population of the city during the annual festival. Welcome to Two Thirds Focus and fucking Happy New Year! Yeah. Yeah. That. Oh, okay. It's just me being enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking too old and tired for that shit, but Happy New Year, guys. Okay, well, how the fuck are you doing, guys? Should I start? Yeah. yeah, go for it. So what happens so far this year is I'm basically the only person at the office because my other colleagues are either sick, were sick, and extended their vacation or are still on vacation. Nice. Yes, I had a ton of customer complaints because of uh, emails not being answered. The complete Yay. IT was shot when I got into work for almost all of the day. So no emails, no telephone, no... Oh, I had emails over my cell phone, my work cell phone. That was the only way to write emails because all so the other networks were gone. on your phone all day and got paid for I it? was basically answering emails over my phone. I felt like 16 again <laughs> writing SMS. <laughs> I, I was, I was what, like tech messages. Have, you, did you have a work laptop? Couldn't you just share? Oh, I have, I have a work computer? laptop, but no, because I need a VP, the VPN working over it uh, to um, yeah, go over that. And that yeah. also didn't work. Also, I was not able to access any of the online drives. One drive was down. Like everything IT related was not working. Okay. Okay. That's surprising for a Japanese company that they are not working with fax anymore. You could have done it that. Don't even get me started. No, no telephone. <laughs> We changed to IP telephones, oh, so they were not working either. <laughs> yeah, so oh that so that was that. Thankfully, that is fixed. So tomorrow is going to be catch up on that one, plus working all the other shit. Yeah, yeah no, I started. Twenty twenty three. Send pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> New Year's was really nice. Trend. I spent it with Steph, like the last couple of years, or like nice. the last few years, just the two of us. We had we met some friends uh, in, at noon on the thirty first. So that was that was nice, but then like in the evening, it was just the two of us and with raclette. Yes, no, 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 no. Don't be smarty. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not raclette. It's it's melted cheese on on bread. Nothing to do with raclette. And potatoes. No, no, no. no and taters. No, no. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, that that was nice. On the first of January, I helped a buddy of mine clearing out the house of his grandma, who unfortunately passed away in October. Hmm. Slightly hungover. That was like the best way to get over that. And like I said, today I started working. So that's all stuff that happened today or like this year so far. Yeah. How about you guys? Raz, why are you so Oh, I'll tired? go on forever. <laughs> no, don't. Okay. So <laughs> for the past few days, I did close to nothing, which that's was good. Good. It was old games and video games and bad movies and TV shows and rest. Oh, I envy you. It yeah, but sound like you're well rested, though. I'm not because doing nothing is exhausting in the end. So... <laughs> but then you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. probably. Please let me try it. No, but you know that 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 period of the year is not the best for me because we mm. eat too much, and therefore yeah. my my sleeping schedule is fucked, and yeah. and I'm back to my old bad habits of not sleeping very well so yeah it will be better next week but yeah we did something great though the other day with my wife and kid we did an escape room game like in real life okay. not a game like being in a in in a place wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on hold on is this what you call it when you lose your child at the mall no, that's the, no, no. We, we, we did that on purpose. Okay, and we okay. Paid for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I mean, no. some people do pay to get rid of their their kid for a little while. Though. They do, they do, but usually police bring them back, and and after that they are in trouble. So that's not yeah, what that's annoying. Do. Yeah, it's annoying. So no, we were we were locked in a mine shaft for one hour, and oh. the goal of the game is to escape. Obviously, mm. it was really well done and really well made and really fun. So, and yeah, so we we had fun. We tried to rest, and other than that, not much. Family and Christmas and presents and, and food and all the usual suspects for the end of the year. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Raz? That's, that's, yeah, exactly. I have rest. not been sleeping, and I have not been eating enough. And yeah. my feet are sore. Yeah. Yeah, you well, just they're, they're... danced everything away. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I buggered off to Stockholm for... For the entirety of New Year's Eve weekend. Nice. nice. I left on Thursday and I came back on Monday. And I I danced something like, I mean, over 30 kilometers, nearly 40 kilometers, I think. I mean, I woke up consistently every single morning with like 5, 6K on, yeah. on, on, my, on, on my tracking already. That's a, lot. That's a lot. Yeah, it was great fun. But this is also like the first time I've been to a West Coast Swing event. Mm-hmm. And not focus so heavily on the dancing, and instead just stayed up stupid late and danced till three, four a.m. Wow. Okay. And, and I was the reasonable. I was one of the reason, reasonable ones. A lot of other people, they dance till breakfast and then they go to bed. Yeah, that's that's what you do on New Year's Eve here. Well, that actually well. sounds like the smart thing to do. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you would be doing that since you're always hungry. Yeah, well, what I did instead is I went to bed at a sort of reasonable hour. Then I woke up early enough so that I can get get breakfast and then go to dancing classes. Oh, so you had your dinner at four o'clock in the morning. Then you went to bed for three <laughs> to four hours and then you had breakfast. Maybe. It's, that sounds good. Maybe. Sounds good. What was the breakfast like? Regular breakfast or not? Because here, yeah. when you dance all night long, the the habit is to have onion soup before going to bed. No, well, it's a hotel breakfast, so okay, some like content, continental, semi-British continental shit. Okay, good enough. Yeah, it it was it was filling and it was good. Yeah, a bit. And I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's it is just kind of amazing how well two two different things. One is like in our little group of people, I am kind of known for being the really social, eccentric, talkative guy, right? Yeah. 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 I'm <laughs> just in, so in the dance like... community. I'm not. Next to all of those, I am antisocial and extremely introverted. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which is uh, it's like a loony bin. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it is. I mean, uh, there's a lot of really cool, amazing people that I met over the weekend because, like, everybody I normally go to events with, of course, are at home celebrating the holidays with their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there were only a few Norwegians that I knew were going. I think I beforehand, I think I knew of three Norwegians that was going there. And we happened to meet another 10, maybe, okay. mm-hmm. at an event of 350. So like immediately I was forced to just talk to people. Half and the country was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but then having to, like, being social and walk around and get to know people and sort of the usual habit of, like, I, I want food. Anyone else want food? And then people come and we eat food. And for breakfast, it's like, I don't know anyone, but I think I danced with that girl. I'll go sit at that table with 
of the people and then realize all of them are Finnish. And all the only thing they're doing is talking <laughs> shit about the sauna at the hotel. <laughs> Which is Makes so sense. on brand, it's on, annoying. <laughs> but you didn't mention that you entered the competition and, and, and made it to the semi-final? No, I did not make semi-finals. Like the step before semi-final, which is yeah. already great. For... No, it, no, no, it's prelims, semi-final, final. Yeah, I but you entered a, comp a dancing competition, which that's that in itself is is fucking amazing. If you say so. Well, to me, it is. That's because, something okay, I, I so, wouldn't do. So uh, that's a whole other thing because a lot of the people I ended up getting to know with are people dancing in the top two tiers of the entire competition system before you are considered professional. Yeah, and you competed with those guys. No, 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 no. I was in the novice division. Then there's. Okay. Uh, there's newcomer, novice, intermediate, advanced, all star, and then you have champion. Champion okay. are like the professional looking thing. Okay. So, and then there's years of practice between just getting, getting into novice and then into intermediate. Like yeah, I bet. some very few people can do that in this course of one year, but usually it takes a couple of, couple of years. Was and, it your first competition though? It was the second. I did uh, okay. also one uh, a year ago at another okay. event. I'm, I'm sure what you lacked in training, you made up with um, enthusiasm. Yeah. I tried. I very much tried. <laughs> That's very good. I, I really admire people going yeah. into competition because it's, it takes a lot of, of courage to not doubt, or even if you doubt your capacity and skills, just go for it. Yeah, I, I, I never thought I had a chance of winning. Even into lower divisions. That's, yeah, but that's not the point. I, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's not the point. It's just like facing your abilities in a competition with other people that you think or know mm. to be better than you and still going for it. Like taking your chances and just, just having fun. And, and even that part requires courage, I think. I guess, yeah. Mm. I haven't thought much about it. I... I kind of instead just wanted to focus on the whole thing of if I am the most stupid person in the room, mm. I can learn something from everybody else there. Yeah, sure. And although it's challenging all of the insecurities and imposter syndrome and all of that, mm. if I just try to focus on, no, no, if I ask questions, if I ask for help, if yeah. I keep asking people to dance, I will get better. Sure, sure, absolutely. But then also it's kind of annoying to sort of, uh, kind of, intimidating maybe a little bit to ask also accidentally asking one of the teachers to dance on the first day because you don't have a fucking clue who anybody is good also really that's interesting when you one. discovered who they are the day afterwards it's like <laughs> oh that's what i did the other, the other thing i was trying to say is asking people who is like oh they seem to have a really cool dance over there let me ask her to dance mm -hmm. and then we dance and i can feel that she is a bit disappointed in the fact that I'm not hitting the musical things that she wanted me to hit because mm -hmm. I'm good enough to recognize them passing by, but not good enough to see them coming okay. <laughs> often. Yeah. And then having a little bit of that feeling of, ooh, she doesn't look like she's having as fun with me as she did with the previous guy or the next one. Yeah, I don't. So if I had something to say about that, which is not required, but I'm going to say it yeah. anyway, it's good for you to face that kind of people we are not considerate enough to give their time and their skills and their abilities to someone who is not a beginner but could be 
like like okay i i'm a little bit disappointed because i'm not having fun but at least i can use that time dancing with raz teaching him a few things or being sure that he is having fun instead of me who had fun with the previous dancer see see what i mean yeah yeah no yeah. But I think this is a little bit of expectations because they're not going there to teach, but to have a good time by themselves. And if you have something yeah. on a different level, it's kind of, it's like you going for, I don't know, like a leather working workshop and you want to kind of exchange yourself with other ones in the same art. And you have a newcomer coming there, basically asking you how to cut the leather. Still, you take your time, you're still polite, but it's not what you're there for and not what you wanted to pursue. No, sure. But I I see more like dancing, more like what I used to do in martial arts mm -hmm. than, than yes. something I, I'm doing with leather or something else. Like, I mean, when yeah, you're practicing in martial Yeah, no, no, but the example is good as well. But mm. in martial arts, when you are practicing, you will you will face people who are better than you and sometimes not better than you. And you will be the best of the two. Mm -hmm. And you will learn stuff from those people as well. Like when you are, when I was practicing kendo and I, we, we had gecko at the end of the, the, the practice, the training is like free fight and you have to, to survive. That's the goal of the thing. It's very hard to face a beginner because he has no clue of techniques or what to do, how to yeah. do it. And Therefore, you learn a lot from yourself because you are not used to that. You're used to fight people who have a clue and have techniques. And so you can anticipate their move and, and read what they are going to do and then protect yourself and not die during the fight. When it's against a beginner, you have no fucking clue. You can't read them. So you have, mm. to, you have to be even better in order to fight those guys. And th th that's yeah. maybe something that you can also do, dancing with someone who's less experienced than you are. Yeah, it's not it the same, is... it's kind of fun, but it, it can be very rewarding as well. Yeah, and by, by all means, I mean, in dancing, a lot of this also comes down to just the, what the connection do you able to have together? Mm -hmm. And what's the song? Like, if the song is difficult to dance to, yeah. then you need to be a lot better to dance to the same level to that song, if that makes sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. There, there is one of the conversations I had with some of the really, really good people was that there is a whole lot of nerdy talk going on just about what songs people get in mm -hmm. competitions. And there's a whole subset of people who is like, here's a list of songs you should win with if you get them. Yeah. Because they are, quote unquote, easy, they're popular, and they are good to dance to. Mm, so, like, mm -hmm. if you have one of those songs on the social floor, then, yeah, mm. chances are the dance also will be really good. But then it's also just the mood of the thing. And also yeah. sometimes you need a few dances of practice with this person to really understand how sure. to communicate during the dance. So there's yeah. a whole smorgasbord of different things that needs to come together for it to be really, really good. But the better you are, the more you can overcome those challenges, if that makes sense. It does. That, and also, it... yeah. yeah, no, go on, go on. Now, I, I was about to ask you if the skills that you develop dancing and all your understanding of the relationship with people during a dance competition or practice or whatever helped you in your maker life as a blacksmith or in your life period. Yes, especially life, I think. Maybe just to the fact that it gives more perspective on all the things I can get better at. Mm -hmm. not not to any really i mean in dancing specifically like i can go to competition 
like people film the competitions, people film each other during competitions. So I have video of me dancing and I can look at it and go like, yeah, okay. Hmm. I, I thought that dance weren't as bad as it looks on the video, but hmm. now I can clearly see the things where I didn't do enough to make it look good and the things I need to practice more so they actually become good. Yeah. And things like that. And there's a lot of that kind of humility that is important to bring onto life in general. Like, yeah, I am good at certain things, but there's always things that can be done better. Mm -hmm. Filming yourself is a really good thing when you want to improve your skills. In um, anything. In anything, absolutely. We used to do that in martial arts. I used to do that in golf. I was, I was pretty good at golfing. I don't think golf you ever golf. talked about that. Oh, maybe? Really? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, I started... Oh, uh, the Callaway cap is not just for deco? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I started when I was 10 and I practiced till I was 27, probably. So yeah, more or less yeah, bit. 17 years of, of golf practice for me. And at, at some point I was kind of good. Like the balls were going very far and straight. And one day my teacher filmed us and then showed us the footage and fuck, mm. my swing was completely off. Mm. And I was like, but I can play, but it doesn't look nice. And he mm. told me, yeah, but because your left shoulder is higher than it should be. And therefore your elbow is not placed correctly. And therefore your knees are too inside and your uh, therefore, and yeah. one little thing that you change cascade into having to relearn how to stand, how to swing, you know, to get back to the level that you had before doing everything wrong. My point being is if you want to improve your skills, because one specific technique is required in order for you to do something really well, film yourself doing it and, and you will see all your flaws and mm. be able to improve them. Because you go with your feeling doing the thing, it's like, eh, I have the result I wanted. So that's good enough. You will, you, there is room for improvement. And the camera captures mm. very well. One of those is sort of in the whole maker thing. If you want to be more efficient in your uh, workshop, film yourself just working in the workshop and see how yeah. you move through the space and see Absolutely. how often you like. Search for your pen. Yes, look for pens or tools you put down or like how you move through the space and how much you double up on actions because the space isn't optimized for mm. what you're trying to do, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. yeah, long story short, dancing is fun. Don't do, don't do that with filming with everything though. No. If you ever met a partner, don't take the camera to the bedroom. Well, some people get famous like this. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, so... you, you could, make money out of that but also yeah, go to prison do you dance Jan? no i i used to but just like on a, a hobby level so really? we have That's the that... beginners level then the like advanced one and after advanced is actually where the like the real dancing starts okay i think it goes then like bronze silver gold gold star i believe like there's ah. certain levels over it in in, in what those are just like overall classes and then those are basically so levels like courses you take yeah but are we talking ballroom or standard no it's, it's kind of like it's it's a, a whole mix between different dances and then at, at a certain mm -hmm. level you kind of decide on what you want to like yes okay. which direction yeah. then you specialize okay 
So I only did like the first two. And basically a lot of people do that here for like schools, schools ball, basically when that, mm -hmm. when that happens. Yeah. So yeah, but this was when I was 14, but I continued doing it till I was like 18. Okay. And then it's just the only two dance places you could go to. And this is like just specific for my area, which made it really difficult. We had two dance schools. Mm -hmm. with like where there was a meetup dance meetup but yeah. those were all people from like 14 to like 16. okay so from 17 up to 18 there was maybe like i think once a month a uh, place where oh. you could go and everything over that basically started at like 30 to 40 again and those okay. were mainly in stuttgart for like the, the grown-ups to dance so there's like that whole dead zone in the middle also, that's when I started my apprenticeship and with 20, I moved into the US. So, but I stopped dancing way before that Okay. because there wasn't really anything to do. And if you went out with 18, I mean, you're not dancing, like you're going to the clubs You're not basically yeah. going to, to a dance, I don't know, event. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I really realized over the course of the weekend now is at least for me, I mean, one thing is just for me dancing at new year's eve as that transition into the new year seemed like just the perfect thing yeah. because i'm sort of starting the year with what i really really love to do yeah and doing that with 350 other people who also love this specific thing i did that as well i was i was in bed by 11 <laughs> <laughs> and i i went through the year sleeping which was absolutely awesome yeah i <laughs> i, I bet <laughs> I did that the last couple of years and I kind of was aiming for that this year too with Steph. Yeah. But then we stayed up till 12 o'clock. We talked, we listened to music. No, so it was that, also that, really yeah. nice. But that's, that's uh, what we did as well. I was, my wife refused to go to bed before it was like midnight because yeah, we, we, we're not that, that old. So we ended up staying till, uh, up till two o'clock, which I was really surprised. Yeah. Something close to that. One year I spent New Year's Eve playing bowling, which was great. Oh, because, uh -huh. yeah, it was. I like that having that kind of activities and and going to the New Year's doing something that you really like, as as Raz said. Yeah. It's more difficult now that we have a kid to be able to do that. So most oh, yeah, of the time, I, it's I just fully recognize that yeah. I'm in a very unique position. That being said, though, there were a few families that did show up with kids. As, no, who? Yeah, there was one mother daughter mm -hmm. there. But they, I think the daughter was already in her mid-twenties. Yeah, okay. I said already. I mean, they were grown up enough, but both of them really loved West Coast Swing. So they both went to this event to have mm. like a family thing at New Year's Eve and do dancing. But there was also a 16-year-old who did really, really well in the competition, actually. Nice. And there were a couple of families with pre pretty small kids as well, including okay. the organizer of the event who had like his wife and their baby there and was really, really fun. It was also kind of fun, like, later on to have one of the tiny kids go up to the DJ and request a specific song because she liked it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, at like nice. three or something. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Can you put baby shark, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's a beautiful thing. She actually requested a really, really good popular dance song. Nice. That's yeah, nice. already knows what she's doing. Ah, cool. That's nice. Where were we? Well, the, I, I guess we already started on the topic thing. Uh, which, which was kind of doing yeah, was, what you love or getting out there and doing the taking time to do the things you really, really like and finding 
I don't know, find, finding the parts that makes everything else worth doing. Even if, if, if it makes your feet hurt? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I am, I am actually honestly surprised at like, I, uh, how little my feet were hurting compared to previous years. And it's also training. Yeah, uh, maybe also better shoes, but mostly training. Yeah. But also like suddenly realizing that, oh, it is 3 a.m. Why don't I actually feel tired yet? This is weird. Because you're fucking young. Exactly. Wait a few years. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, Stefan, I will be at a invited at a birthday party the upcoming weekend. We're going to like join a party location there. And it doesn't start before half past 10 to 11 o'clock at night. No, damn. Oh, and okay. Stefan and I were looking at each other like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're going to like we usually <laughs> and it is the 55th birthday of a buddy of mine uh, so it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with age i think it still has something to do with training mm. but sometimes i just feel really old when it comes to stuff like that because it's just like holy shit 10 30 p.m it's oh. i'd say it's not it's not only about about training or practice it's also it also has to do with habits and and what you really want to do yeah mm. like even when you are very tired you probably had that experience you're already tired but something very exciting comes up and you want to go so you go and you're not tired during that event or during the thing that you are doing because the excitement and the pleasure and having people around you keeps you awake and keeps you like I don't want to say alive because that's not exactly the feeling alert, I'm, I'm maybe? yeah or, yeah, or pumped up or all excited yeah. and all yay that let's enjoy the night or whatever. Mm -hmm. It it can be that when you are in a routine and every day looks the same and you have to go to work uh, the next day, like it's very difficult to stay awake till 3 a.m. with friends on a weekday because you know that you're going to pay for that the next mm. day and maybe the day after. And the older you get, the more you go into having your routine and your habits. That's I mean true. that you are too old or to do anything, but it's, it's maybe harder for you to kick yourself in the butt to go to that kind of event because you, you anticipate too much the fact that you're going to be tired or that's yeah. not for you or uh, you'd be you it, it's not your place to be because you are too old and it's going to be only young people dancing till the end of the night or whatever why not why not if that's something that that gives you pleasure if that's something that makes you feel young again even if that's only for the night why not i think you said something really good there it's not really that i am afraid of going out that late I think it's more what I'm afraid of is the next day. Yeah. Because yeah. that's taken a toll now. Like it used to be when I was younger that alcohol was the problem. It's like if I drank too much, I was hungover the next day. Mm. But now it's not even like because I don't even drink that much anymore. It's really just mm. <laughs> staying up late or too mm. long that kind of gets me the next day. Yeah. Lack of sleep is some like I I know saying that I, I sound like a old fuck and everything but for years and years sleep was just a waste of time for me mm -hmm. and consciously and subconsciously i was doing my best to 
sleep as less as I could just to stay alive, to be able to do as much as I could during the day. At some point in life, I realized that, yeah, as you said, Jan, it's taking a toll at some point and you're going to regret it. So sleeping well enables you to rest your body, your mind, and be efficient the next day or the day after, or if an event comes up and, and you want to participate because that's something mm -hmm. that sounds fun and you really want to do it. If you haven't slept for 24 hours, mm. you're fucked. You won't be able to do it. Not saying that you have to sleep 12 hours a day, but now at my age, having my eight hours is, is nice. I like it. The problem is it's not my habit. That's not, not how I've been functioning for the past yeah. 30 years. It's more like a treat than a um, regular thing. Yeah, and but sometimes it's also a punishment. Like I wake up after eight hours even more tired because I overslept compared to the six hours or five hours that I would get normally. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's happening to my body? And my body probably said, okay, now we have eight hours. So that that's good. We can relax. Before that, I was all, always alert because I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sleep depraved. I have to stay focused. I have to stay like probably too much. Yeah. Under stress. I, I don't mm. know. Like, it's uh, probably like, stress there. Just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and willpower, trying to keep yourself focused and alert. Yeah, will willpower as limits. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's changed at some point. Like Russ, like you mentioned, with like the dancing till three o'clock in the morning. I'm bet red was like me this exact same way. When I was really into something, being at something in the workshop, I'm not talking about like 20 years ago, like I'm talking about maybe 10 years ago, mm. I can focus through and time flies by. It's like reading a good book. It's like playing an extremely good video game. It's going out with friends and just having a good time, completely forgetting about, like forgetting about the time. And yeah. like suddenly it's five o'clock in the morning. That, st that still happens. It just mm. happens a lot less because mm. I used to constantly ignore it about 10 yeah. years ago but i've it's gotten to the point where it's like now a little bit always nagging in the back of my head yeah. because it's just a pain the next day is just that much worse now do you think that if you if you train a little bit like having a very tight schedule sleep schedule like allowing yourself only six hours a day you would be able to go back to that kind of focus even tired because habits it's not, of it's not so much the time sleeping i think it's just about now more that the, the sleep is more regulated okay because i usually go to bed between 11 and 12 o'clock at mm -hmm. night and i get up every morning between 5 30 and 6 o'clock okay so i'm normally running on six hours of sleep but, but it's, now, well it's hard, it's now it's it's regulated and now it's yeah. hard like the half hour plus minus is not the issue <laughs> now it's really the over over the vacation now or the days that, that i had off there were two days where i slept like eight to nine hours mm -hmm. it's like you said right you stay up and you're exhausted while waking up your yeah. body's aching because you laid in bed for too long basically. yeah what's what's happening <laughs> not used to that so yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like oh that's like 50 percent more sleep than i usually get yeah <laughs> so yeah when i i don't know in the teens 20s when i worked in service i had appointments at different times now i can make my own appointments and I and I schedule my appointments so I can sleep till six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Mm. When I was younger, Good. I didn't have the, the 
or like let's talk 10 years back i didn't have the luxury to do that i had appointments at seven o'clock in the morning and had to get up at like three or four to get there in time knowing what you so, know now would you have done it back in the days no i think this is something that comes naturally and i th maybe this is something i you can train back into it but i would completely have to throw over my sleep rhythm that i have now and i honestly speaking don't think it's a bad rhythm that i have i mean i can stay up pretty late 11 to 12 is late for me now and getting up at six is early so mm -hmm. i still especially in summertime when it, the sun comes up at five like i wake up at 5 30 no problem at all i think there's a lot of practice to that but also there is there's very very few people on this planet statistically speaking like zero that actually can thrive on less than seven to eight hours on the regular oh yeah so it's like every couple of months or like two, let's say every two to three weeks on the weekend mm. when I, I don't set um an alarm on the weekend yeah and like it happens every two to three weeks that i sleep until like 10 o'clock yeah because I wake, you I, usually i wake up at 6 30 by myself and i'm awake and i'm like yep it's the weekend what are we gonna do but like every two to three weeks, there's that one day where I don't know, there's probably could be, they could tear down the house next to me and <laughs> I wouldn't hear it. That might be a sign of six hours not being enough for you. Yeah, I think yeah. so as well. Because I've, I've seen a video of a doctor saying that even on, on weekends, you should wake up at the, at the same mm. time that you do. And I do that 99% uh, of the yeah. time. It's just those every few weeks. That happens. If it's good for you, if you're working with six hours of sleep, that, that's great. I mean, medically, you should get eight hours just to keep your brain and your body healthy. But if six hours, everybody is different. So if six hours work for you, no need to change that. I think it works for my level. <laughs> we'll talk about it in, in, in three months, four months when you reach. Mm -hmm. Let's see how it goes. Then yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, I should have right? never told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's late. Too late, man. You oh, were on yes. Facebook. Now it's public knowledge. <laughs> exactly. What? No, I'm not on Facebook. No, you, you were be. on Facebook. Oh, yeah. You were. And you will be again. Yes. Trust us. But okay. So moving the conversation on, on a bit. Not to go into the whole new year, new me. But what is one thing you want to focus on in 2024 that is something you do only to make yourself happier? Holy fuck, that's a, that's a question. So for me, it is dancing. My first event of 2023 mm. was New Year's Eve. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't go to a single swing dancing event. Yeah, I had the regular weekly classes whenever that was happening. Mm -hmm. And because like... I already work with a thing I love. I need something else I really enjoy to relax with. Yeah. I really, really prioritize going dancing as often as I can. Yeah. So no moving into the new year. I mean, that's how sort of how I survived the year that was, despite not having the events to look forward to up mm. until like I suddenly realized, fuck it, I need to do something this year. And the New Year's Eve events showed up for the first time and it's like, ooh, yes. That's You're only talking about dancing right now because you went to to a couple of events like and traveled quite a bit oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Year, right? as i said like all of the blacksmithing stuff is work for me it is my job i yeah. really really enjoy it i really like to do it 
but I need something else that is very different to yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably relax as well. Sure, sure. And it is the counterpoints between those two that makes both of them so enjoyable in the long run. Absolutely, yeah. So what I want to focus on, no, we're not going there yet, sorry. Not yet. What I want to prioritize <laughs> uh, in 2024 is to actually go to more swing dancing events and try to fit that into my schedule and have the time to go and bugger off and just have fun and be tired and have sore feet and be yeah. sleep deprived at the end of it. That's good. I like that. I would object though then, not really an objection, just a, not an observation. Mm. I'm, I'm convinced that time is whatever you do with it. Yeah. So it, it's kind of, it makes me sad when people say, I don't have the time to do what I like. Mm. I don't believe you. No, I'm, I'm, I agree. It, I agree with you. That's it, it's, it's bullshit completely. Yeah. But I'm, I'm one of those as well saying, I don't have the time to do this for me, even though I enjoy it. Which is why I prompted the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's why it's a very good question, at least to me. I mean, uh, taking the time off your schedule, your calendar, whatever, to do something that you love is absolutely, it, it's very important. But you have to recognize the fact that the benefits that it brings you will reflect on everything else that you will be doing during the week. So you have to take some hours off your calendar in order to do those kind of things and stop lying to yourself saying, hey, I don't have the time to do it. And therefore you are sacrificing something that you love, something that you enjoy for the benefit of what? More work, more sleep, which is good as well if you need it. Same for the work. If you need the money or you already enjoy working, that's that's completely fine. But taking the time to treat yourself a little bit, that's very important, I think. But still, in fact, I don't know, I don't know how I to answer your question, Miles. That That's a really good question. In fact, give me give me five more minutes. Mm -hmm. Jan, do you have something? Yes. You remember when I said I want to do more of the stuff that I did last year? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I also thought about it and had a little bit of retrospective now over the last couple of days. And I realized, because I was then spending a whole day, again, just working a little bit around the house, then I realized balance would be something I would like to practice this year. Standing on one leg? Oh, that, that would oh, also that. be a good idea, but probably <laughs> I would hurt myself again. No, what I mean about it is when I said, like, I started reading books again, but mm. then it's me. It's me sitting down and reading four books in four weeks. And yeah. after that, I'm, I don't know, it's like I want to, I, I spend more time in nature or with photography, but then I'm out with the camera like four days in a row, or I'm going on walks for two weeks straight, like every single day till I hurt my knee again because I walk yeah. too much. Mm. Yeah. So for me, I should find more balance in maybe, I don't know, going out in the morning, taking a book with me when the weather is nice, just mm -hmm. going for a hike, but do a break in between and read an hour in my book before I continue to hike. Just not block. It's not balance. Everything it's, in blocks. It's adding up pleasure on top of each other. You can also bring raclette on the bread if you, if you want to. <laughs> so exactly. It's a good He said it. He said it would. There are those little mobile raclettes where you can put a tea light underneath. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously speaking, now we were talking about stuff like that I like to do, and it's just mm. finding the balance in that because yeah. I tend to jump from 
one activity to another. Mm. And I love all of the activities. And there's nothing forcing me to do everything as a block. It's yeah, just yeah. my my way that I do it. It's kind of stupid, especially in it's hurtful in the way of me. I love to hike and I love mm. to spend time out in the nature. Mm. And I try to get better and more fit. But I every single time I did that so far, I managed to hurt something. Like either thrown out my back or my knee because it's yeah. going from zero to well, I wouldn't say one hundred. In my case, probably from zero to twenty-five is already too much for constant. Yeah, like if you do it every quickly. single day, you go too out too quickly. You should, yeah, just just go slow and 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 just enjoy doing the things that you enjoy, but slower. Or balance it. I don't know, go for a hike in the morning, work in the garden in the afternoon, like on the weekend, and in the yeah. evening, just sit down and read a book instead of doing a freaking 12 hour hike. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I found something. I, I it's it's gonna sound I'm gonna sound like a prick, probably, but I'm I'm gonna be more selfish, I think, a little bit. Yeah. In the sense of Allowing myself to take care of myself, like my health, train again, go back to sports, like slowly, because I don't want to hurt myself. And and my dog told me, yeah, you fucked up your ankle again because you're going too hard. Exactly like you said, Jan, when I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk or I'm going to do this or that, I go too hard too quickly and, and it, my body is not used to it that anymore and therefore I, I break something which is not good because after that you have to take a break for a few months and then you're fucked and when you go back at it you do it all over again yep so maybe go slowly but surely taking care of myself allowing to take time off but not in the sense of not doing something that i have to do for work or for the house or for the family or whatever but just allowing myself to do it with good conscience, like not feeling guilty of not doing something that I should have been doing today. Like a quick example, the I told you guys, I like to end the year with nothing on my plate. Like it's a new beginning. It's not like the new year, new me thing, but mm. the thing that I wanted to have done this year are all done. It's all finished. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like no unfinished projects for customers or anything. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I can start something like start the new year, start new project and exactly that idea. Hmm. Problem is I didn't do that this year. I, I still have a couple of projects that are undone. They are for me. So that's not too much of, a, that's not a big deal to me, but bothers me a little bit. So I wanted to do that for the house as well. And I... So on December 31st, I finished hanging curtains in the living room because I wanted it done by midnight. I wanted yeah. that out of the way for the new year. If I wouldn't have done that, it would have been in the back of my head on New Year's Day. And I was like, yeah, fuck, I didn't do that. And so I would have felt guilty, which I, mm -hmm. I don't like to feel that way. So yeah, probably allowing myself to not do stuff that I think I should do, even though nobody asked me to do them. Like it's self-imposed bullshit all the time. And maybe just going like, yeah, I can do that next month when I have time or when I feel like it would be nice, including taking care of my 
myself, my body, my brain, my my ankle, and 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 everything. So mm. maybe that's something I should go for this year. Probably it's not. A, I I don't see it like I don't see it like a new resolution thing because I I it's always bullshit. I I never. Yeah, I mean resolutions doesn't really work. Saying oh, I want to be more like that or do do a bit more of this. Mm. It's not e a lot more efficient and effective for you if you're able to say, oh, let me once a week go for a walk. Yeah. Where last year I didn't. Mm. Because then, then you can say yes or no, you did that thing. You you can also say, oh, I want to eat more healthy. Okay, but how about breaking that down into something tangible you can check off a list of saying, I made more meals at home. Yeah. I ate less meat. I had more vegetarian meals instead. I, et cetera, et cetera. I said no to dessert once a week, for example. Nah, fuck that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see what bad you example, mean. Bad example. <laughs> I see what you mean. They, yeah. uh, and that, that that's that's a smart way to do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go hundred uh, percent in your thing like, like, like all you said, the time. Like going too fast, too hard. Yeah. Just breaks things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So changing a few habits is is working towards your goal. Mm. It will take more time, sure, but in the end, that's that's what counts. That you have changed things and and you've pleasured yourself. It's, it's it sounded better in my head, but yeah, that, that's that, the wrong <laughs> word. But, I, I, <laughs> but also, like doing it around New Year's is absolutely arbitrary and silly. Yeah, it's especially I, I for. That especially for people listening in the future at some random time, like, mm. fuck it, get going now. Yeah. Because it's... time is a construct anyway, and it's all bibbly-wobbly. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> but as we discussed in one of the last episodes, it's the New Year's usually the time in between years, like, because of the date you set mm. and the time where you're off for a couple of days where you kind of plan for the New Year. Which yeah. is like, if you see it from a practical perspective, it's absolutely, it's it's bullshit. Especially because if you really want to do stuff for your health, do it in the summertime. Do it when it's bright outside, when it's easier for you. Mm. If it's actually nice outside, unless I mean you like to ski, then the winter time's probably a little bit better for that. But yeah, depends on where you live. But yeah, absolutely. you can go sand skiing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. No, not skiing, snowboarding. Yeah, you can do it just with skis as well. They just need to no, be wider than normal ones. No. Ski just sucks. I think a lot of people, <laughs> I think a lot of people run to the gym at New Year's because they yeah. it's the the height of the when it's dark outside, those long dark days, yeah. and everybody just wants to move again. Because I never talk about moving in the summertime because I just do. I yeah. jump on my bike. I like everywhere I can go with my bike. I go with my bike when the weather is good. Mm. I, I don't even think about it. I would never think about, oh, I'm going to hit the gym now because there's so much stuff that I can do outside. Mm, but yeah. the winter time, kind of, I can now feel it. Sort of a sidestep from that. Mm-hmm. Um, not related to training specifically, but if you actually want to see really good results quickly, is to pay money for it. Mm. Just because of how not only society is working in work and how much money is ingrained in our psyche, paying someone to follow yeah. up on you whenever you don't do something or to pay someone prepay for classes or personal trainers or 
anything that you want to improve upon kind of forces you to be accountable and to show up and to do the thing. Yeah. So you can do it the other way around as well. And But also like when it comes to health things, when it comes to moving your body, like you mentioned, going to doing too much too quickly is tricky, hmm. especially if you're not used to it. But if you have a pay for a conversation with a personal trainer and ask them for advice and maybe have a few follow-up conversations with them, hmm. suddenly that is not as challenging and you can actually get a series of progressive steps that is adjusted to your ability. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree it can help your motivation, but not necessarily. You would be amazed how many people I know that pay for a gym membership and they never go. No, that's yeah, the problem. That's, that's exactly the problem. The, the, the gym membership. The, the money is an incentive in the beginning, but once they are used to that money going monthly. Yeah, well, your friends have also a problem. Also a problem with the whole gym industry. It is based upon the fact that people pay for membership and don't use it as much as they should. Yeah. I mean, they also make like 50, 60, 70% of their money in the first two, three months of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's when everybody have the New Year's resolutions and then they forget to cancel it for a little while and they stop going. But I think prepaying for a personal appointment do work a lot better. Mm -hmm. And whether that is that you pay a friend mm -hmm. to show up with you or that you pay each other every single mm -hmm. time prepay. Mm -hmm or whatever works out for you. I mean, there's a bit of accountability. I think that helps a lot. Yeah, It helps immensely if you have other people to push each other. Like the best trainings result I had was when I was walking with a buddy of mine who unfortunately like moved away from Esslingen. Mm. But the, the same thing we did is just last week, the week mm. before, we started a hiking group with our friends. Oh, nice. Because we were sitting together and we all discussed it and said that we're not going hiking as much as we would like to or that we were talking about different... All of us go hiking on their own time, but in different mm -hmm. areas. So we decided to... I think someone started like, oh, there's a really nice route if you go there. It's like you can do a six-hour hike, not too difficult, and it's like beautiful from the area. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. It's like, yeah, let's go together. Mm. And the okay. rest of us was there. So it's like, oh, I would love to go on a hike again. It's like, okay, let's make a group, just a like WhatsApp group. It's like everything can, but we already made one appointment in February where it's like a group of, I think, six people nice. going on a hike. I'm, I'm realizing now it all comes back to fucking community again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like the dancing works really well for me because I've gotten a lot of really good friends. I really look forward to meeting them. It's a social thing, even though that sounds scary. I know. <laughs> It is really nice to be social with other people doing something you really like to do. And especially when it's something physically active, it's immense. I don't mm -hmm. think, quote unquote, climbing is such a good sport because of climbing. I think it's a, such a good sport because it is such a social sport. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. The same goes with hiking. Mm -hmm. I mean, going for walks in nature by yourself, yes, that is really good. But it's even better if you can do it with someone. Yep. Yeah. And then if you manage to find some local group where it's like, maybe five of you and you're all in the group chat saying Sundays, as many of us that can go for a walk, mm -hmm. whether that is three of you or if that's 15, I mean, that's something. Yep. Being social is not difficult when you are choosing the people wisely. Being social is difficult when you are, people are imposed to you and mm -hmm. require something from you or expect something from you. If you manage to find people that that have 
no expectation, no requirements towards you, there is absolutely no problem being around people. And it makes everything better. I would, I would also go a bit further saying that it is quote unquote easy to have fun with troublesome people if it in, is in a specific context. Yeah, You don't yeah. need to become best friends with them. You don't need to tolerate all their bullshit for the rest mm. of the week. Yeah, But having, if there's like one annoying person in a group of many, that is fine. Yeah, sure. Meeting someone really annoying one-on-one -on -one is a lot difficult. A lot but it can difficult. be very scary to be in a large group when you are not social yourself. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It, 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 but you have to start somewhere. So yeah. start in a small group. But yeah, going as, uh, hiking or doing any kind of activity with other people is a really good source of motivation. Even though if you are only starting something or you need motivation to do something, find only one person to go with you. Many of my friends that I know and, and told me, oh, I want to want to, to go on a diet for two months. I need to lose five kilos. They all failed, failed. But those who started with a friend, uh, their husband, their wife, they all succeeded because they had the support of someone. The, so the, the other was not only supporting, but comprehensive. And the motivation went both ways. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a great way to do it. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, being at least two is... Do it, do it with more than one person, then chances of success are higher. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably. Almost three years ago, we were, I believe, five people that stopped smoking from our friends, mm -hmm. all decided at the same time. Three of them are still non-smokers. That That's one right. of them is me. <laughs> so, yeah. Very nice. nice. Very nice. Yeah. So that was more than 50%. <laughs> That's great. Something to focus on? Yeah, why not? Who's you want to start, wants to start? Oh, I have absolutely nothing, but it's a good <laughs> because I don't want to talk about bad movies. All right, Brad has nothing. Writing that emotion. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I want I want to mention the people who are listening to us and giving us feedback. And, mm -hmm. and chatting with us and sending us messages because th those are great. That's a refocus now, I think. That's a refocus. <laughs> it's, a good for, it's a good refocus for, for the beginning of the year because it's always great for, I think you will both agree with me, when we get, when we get a message from someone who has listened to the show and say, oh, I, I thought and I liked when you said that or, or can I comment on something and thanks for the focus of the week because I, I've seen that show and I enjoyed it. All that kind of messages and quick messages, it's quickly exchange, but it's always great. And it keeps our motivation high to do more episodes and, and try to improve the quality of the podcast. So hmm. if you're listening to this first, thank you. And if you're interacting with us, but any of the three of us. Never be a stranger. Yeah, exactly. It is Hope. really appreciated. Absolutely. Jan? Two things. First of all, and I hate to admit it, Red's been playing it for a whole lot. Uh, what's it called? Star, Star? Starfield. Starfield. Thank you. <laughs> because I've only been watching it for the last three or four days on Let's Play of it. Mm -hmm. Because I decided pretty early that it's probably, I don't have the time to play it or I don't mm -hmm. want to, to invest the time in playing it. But it might change my mind because it's freaking Skyrim in space. 
and yeah. it really is a Bethesda game, and it's yeah. it's like a mix between Fallout, a little bit of Skyrim. I don't yeah. really like it now. Tell <laughs> you, uh, yeah, one of uh, us. I, I am thinking though that there will be mods for it. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, they're already I... like UI and like the whole quality of life mods are already out for it. Yeah. And I also think that it would be easily possible to just take Skyrim or Oblivion or both of the games and just throw it as a mod, as a planet. Yeah. Yeah, that. Because it's still the same engine like 50 yeah. years ago. It's incredible. There must be an, an official modding community out there already. Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, there's I Skyrim and Fallout That's modding it. community that is humongous and it's the mm. same creation engine. So, uh, I'm have, you, sure. have you seen uh, Skyrim running on the uh, Real Engine 5 with all the mods that you can put? No, that's no. a fucking wonderful, beautiful. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean Skyrim and the creation engine with all the graphical mods installed? Like, yeah, I don't know what it was. Yes, it yes, was yes, like yes. Completely different game. Yeah. And, and, I, I want to play it. In, in it will melt your PC. Yeah, <laughs> the, and the other thing is, though, I found another YouTube channel, which apparently has, well, 140,000 subscribers. Didn't know that. It's called Mitxella. And it's a guy who loves building with microelectronics. Okay. So he did like a miniature steampunk HDMI display. So he manufactures or he made a UV protection amulet which is basically UV measurement with LEDs showing how high the UV is. Also, he made like an industrial piercing for the ear with LEDs in it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So really nice because he does machining, he does soldering, he does the engineering of it. Really interesting to watch right down my alley. He explains what he's doing on the side, reading entertainment. Nice. So that's, that's the other cool. one. I can send the link in chat so you know. Yes, please. And my thing, Thornwood Forge is now on YouTube. Yes. Ooh. Granted, it is Steve editing, so you know. Oh. But no, it is really fucking good. And it's really yeah. nice to <laughs> see a bit of their journey, have them talk. This is the start of something that I think is really, really good. We had Joe on back in May, yeah. I believe, just after he started his business. Mm-hmm. And now nearly a year afterwards, it or I guess six months after, year after they started the business, six months after he was on, having him sort of reiterate all the things they've done this year, how far they've come in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And all the plans they are working on already for the next year. That's great. So give Thornwood Forge on YouTube a looky. Yes, absolutely. Any last little tidbits? Happy New Year, I guess. Are you saying it has to be a Happy New Year? No, we are hoping for it, but okay. the, the start is not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, like it's not, not the best start so far, that is true. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, hopefully it will improve. Yeah. yeah. I, personally speaking, I think it's the best start of a year I've had in ages. That's but good. Good that is me. very selfishly viewed. You can be selfish at times, so that's that's good. That's great. Yeah, yeah but anyway. I, I mean, maybe I just need to explain a little bit. Before before the recording started, we were talking about everything that happened in Japan for the past days, and you know mm. how Japan is a dear country to me. So yeah, I really hope uh, everything goes well over there and that the year will improve. Yeah. Because like for the past two days, January 1st and 2nd, it's been a shit show over there. So yeah, thinking of them. Yeah. 
it is absolutely and in japan is always an interesting place and yeah nature is proving to be more interesting now than usual yeah absolutely but apart from and, that and people find us i was right. going for it yeah well, you, you you need a little push so <laughs> there you go if you want to get a hold of us collectively you can do that at two-thirds focused and at patreon.com at two-thirds focused Yes, I said it correctly, I think. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and lewinsmeer.no. And there is very much new exciting things coming up. Nice. And you can find me at the Red Smith or Red Smith everywhere on the internet, more specifically at theredsmith.com. Soon to be renewed and maybe another... You said that four months ago. Yeah, but I... I do and two I months ago. And probably last month. And I'm three back. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm working on it. it. I just need to push the button publish in order to be for then it to do be it now and it, it will be published when people look at it. No, not, not yet. I, I need to change stuff again a little bit more. Old people, yeah. And you can find me as Nerd Inventor or Jan Underline Maxwell on Insta and YouTube. Great, wonderful. Happy New Year, guys, and Happy thank New you for listening. Yep, and have a good week. Bye bye.